Okay, I like this vibe. Add a bit of warmth. Put in the drums. Ooh, okay. Mic check. One, two, three. We are good to go. What is up, Kanda people? This week had to be one of the best episodes to date. We had an in-depth conversation with model, social media influencer, and future doctor Ashna Gray. We talked about how Ashna has overcome her insecurities through her modeling and social media influence. As a bonus, Ashna also provides some self-care tips to all of you that listen to this episode. So, we hope you enjoy and let's get candid. Hello and welcome candid people. Today we have Ashna joining us in the over Zoom and she's a model nurse. She's studying to become a doctor, studying for the MCATs right now. She was telling us before she was really tired and she balanced social media on top of all this, like literally like a real life superwoman. But thank you so much, Ashina, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. As you Dave been today, you were telling me you had a lot going on today. Yes, I am so busy all the time lately. I'm busy studying for the MCAT and then I've been balancing like meetings with brands and stuff. And then lately my new obsession is this app called Clubhouse. And so that's been eating up like all of my time. I have too much going on. Jeez. And yeah. Barb, we complain about being seniors in high school. Yeah, <laughs> this year has been, a, it's been an interesting one. It's crazy. It's just all over the place. Yeah, it'll get only it'll only get worse when you when you get to college. But, <laughs> That's um, very reassuring. <laughs> but like, honestly, college is so much more fun. Like it's so 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 much more fun than high school. Um, yeah. and I I graduated last uh like yeah. last month, and it's it's been an amazing experience. Truly, I miss it so much already. Oh my god, I can't wait <laughs> to get into college. Literally, just want to get out of high school. Like, oh my! <laughs> want to get away from home. Go to another state, have fun in college. You're going to leave and you're never going to turn back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will be glad. But before we move on further, Ashna, we like to do a rapid fire round. One minute, we're going to fire questions at you and whatever comes to your mind. I'm ready, I think. (laughs) All right, I'm sure you'll be fine. Go, are you ready? I got the timer. All right. All right. Start in three, two, one. What is your biggest strength? My biggest strength? Um, I'm really good at listening to people. I like can give fantastic advice. Okay. And what is your biggest weakness? I'm really stubborn um, and I'm anxious all the time. What, who, what is your spirit animal? Ooh, my favorite, my spirit animal. Probably elephants. They're beautiful and they're gentle and so intelligent. Definitely. What is your dream holiday? Uh, anywhere where my boyfriend is. Long distance is the worst. So <laughs> I could just teleport to him right now. That would be amazing. I feel you. Who is your most favorite singer right now? Singer? Um, oh, Wonder. They're a relatively small band, um, but absolutely love them. What is your most favorite dessert? Um... Uh, dessert oh god oh god oh god <laughs> mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> oh yes that's a it's definitely like a nice one what is your favorite board game board game um oh god um monopoly but like the electronic version with the credit cards oh and that's, that's time one. I'm oh god <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, you did a great job that was thank perfect. you <laughs> we're pretty like on quick. time 
That was so stressful. <laughs> oh my god. That's better than like, most of the guests. Like they, they just can't think right away. <laughs> yeah, we have so many guests that do like three questions. They're like. <laughs> I really tried. <laughs> oh my god, the Monopoly, the like, electronic Monopoly makes it so much easier. No one it's wants so to do that cash. And like everything's in like millions of dollars oh. instead of like ten dollars, and so it just feels nicer. I know, right? And you just feel so much more professional. Just using exactly. a card. Like, who Even though it's like now? this like, cheap thing of plastic. But... Yeah, what are we living in the 1900s using cash? <laughs> 2020s. We need to upgrade. Oh my goodness. But, you know, jumping right in, Ashna. I yes. mean, since we were on the topic of like you having so much on your plate, how do you, how do you really balance all of this workload out with it's... social media and everything? It's not the easiest, that's for sure. Um, I I think the the biggest thing that helps me is planning a lot. Um, I have so much on my plate all the time, and I think the biggest thing that helps me stay organized is is planning. And my um, my Google Calendar and like I have like a little personal little notebook planner. Um, those are my best friends because without those, I would be all over the place. Just because like there's there's always something going on, and so it, I think planning is just the biggest thing that helps me stay stay on top of my game. Definitely, like, I think planning is like very important. Not that like, especially in college because you have like so much stuff going on around you. Exactly. And I think um, I honestly like was not good at time management before, um, particularly in high school. But I think as soon as I graduated and I got into got into college and um, I started to have all of these things that I had to do, um, pl- like planning and time management, just my like my ability to do those things skyrocketed. Yeah, that's literally so true, at least for me, because I, I like having structure in my day. And if, if it's like my desk is a mess or like, I don't know where everything is, it's like my brain becomes a mess and it just becomes so much harder to do things. Truly. And it's just like, why am I even doing homework? Let's just scroll through TikTok or something. <laughs> and then I waste like <laughs> half my day on TikTok. Oh my gosh. Yeah, TikTok is so addictive. Like you sit on- In fact like, though, yeah. that's how I came across you and reached out. Yeah. So hey, TikTok's not all bad, all right? You can meet <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> you can meet some great people on there. Yeah, that's definitely- so true agree with you and and i mean you're tra- studying to become a doctor as well yes. i think i read somewhere that you majored in microbiology yes yeah so i graduated from the university of illinois um a semester early with a major in molecular cellular biology so that's like wow. so interesting now, <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah especially in like today's time yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, and it, it honestly it was just like one of the best uh, majors that prepares you for med school because it gets out all of your requirements out of the way um, so right. I had a lot of free time because I like didn't need to take any extra classes so all the extra classes that I did take were all like neurology based or psychology based because I'm really really interested in neuro mm-hmm. oh my god me too I love the brain <laughs> just, the brain is literally so, so cool it's just... so fascinating this is like the biggest ambassador for <laughs> neuroscience. Really? Yeah. I love it. He loves it. I, I, it's so fascinating. I like, like weird, weird stuff about the brain. Like right now I'm reading about endogenous DMT and the pineal gland. 
I don't know if Why? you read about that. Like just for funsies, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it interests yeah. me. Like, that's iconic. Uh, I took this one class. It was um, psychopharmacology. That was probably one of my favorite classes that I've ever taken. It's like how um, different drugs interact in your brain. The coolest class I've ever taken. It's so interesting. It was really hard, but it was really, really interesting. Oh my god. I would totally start talking about DMT, but we have better things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, not not, the, that's not for another podcast. podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's for another okay, podcast. This is this is not the one for that. Maybe <laughs> a bit, part two. A we'll do a part two <laughs> DMT edition. Oh my gosh. But that's that's great. Wait, for for like um graduating a semester early, did you take summer courses or was that just your major enabled you to kind of graduate early? Yeah, so um, every summer I was doing something or another. So I remember one summer I got both physics one and physics two out of the way uh, through like a community college of mine. Um, I would be taking like online classes, just like I would always be doing things over my summers to use that time. Um, And then during the semesters, I would typically overload. Um, So almost every semester I was taking up to 18 credits just because like, I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, I did have other things to do, but it was just like, I I was with, I was best friends with, I still am best friends with uh, mm-hmm. my best friend. And we both just kind of pushed each other and we were able to kind of get through it all. Um, and so that really helped us. Somehow we both just finished early. We didn't realize it um, mm-hmm. until the beginning of last semester. We were like, okay, well, like, what do we actually need to be done? And then we checked and we were like, okay, well, we're done <laughs> and so right. might as well might as well just call it a day and so yeah. it was very last minute definitely not planned but mm-hmm. i'm so glad it's over well congratulations on being graduated you're like Thank a you. free bird now so not a free bird exactly <laughs> that's ahead of you i mean at least like some type of responsibility like off of her she can have yeah. to like focus on like her mcat preparation Yes, yeah. exactly. We had a doctor yeah. on here and he said that med school was much more enjoyable than actually I've like heard so many mixed feelings. People are like <laughs> yeah. the worst, it's gonna be the hardest four years of your life, which I don't I don't doubt, but like I'm just fingers crossed that it's more enjoyable than undergrad because like I loved my undergrad experience um in terms of anything like extracurricular. But yeah. I don't think I actually like enjoyed the classes that I was taking until the last year, year and a half or so, mm-hmm. um, because everything else was like random gen eds and stuff. Um, yeah. So definitely, hopefully, that's yeah. the same way. I think it's like all about like work ethic and how much time you put into it. If you yes. like, if you have a really good passion to it, so I think you won't have a problem. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like everyone like struggles with. Exactly. Plus, then you get like excited to study for those classes. Like I know, um, this past semester I had this like genetics. I don't remember that. I don't remember the name, but it was like some mm-hmm. genetics class, and it was like the most interesting class that I've ever taken. Um, and I was excited to study for that class. Um, so I think as long as you're you're passionate about it, you're totally right. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. The only thing I remember at genetics is apples on the tree, cars in the garage for like ninth grade biology <laughs> yes let's go I oh my god biology oh my god but talking about passions we all know medicine we talked about this medicine's like one of your main passions and then you also have modeling on the side mm-hmm. so how did you really get started with that 
with modeling. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like something you always thought of as a child, or was it just like by chance you're like, oh, okay, I feel like I want to so, be a model today? I <laughs> definitely was not like that. Um, <laughs> I've always been interested in, in modeling my whole life, but mm -hmm. I never really pursued it because a couple of reasons. I never really saw any representation of like anyone that was South Asian or like any sort of person of color. In, in popular media, I think the only person of color that I saw was Tyra Banks. I'm sure they existed, but like I never saw it. Right. Um, and so I just never saw anyone that looked like me. And then the other part of it was like everyone that was portrayed in popular media, media was like tall and beautiful. And I was an ugly duckling, not going to lie, um, growing up for sure. Um, and I was pretty short. I still am kind of short. I'm like five, five. Um, so it just like wasn't something that I ever thought that I could do. Um, right. And then I but like it was just always something that I admired. Like I was like, OK, well, like I dream of doing this. Like it would be so cool. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely an art kid in high school. Definitely. So I had a bunch of friends that were like in the photo classes and stuff. Um, and so when I graduated high school, I reached out to a friend of mine and uh, she was like one of the photo kids. And mm -hmm. she was pursuing that full time as like her career. Um, right. And I was kind of hesitant. And I like I told her, um, I don't know how like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I'm, I'm really scared. Mm -hmm. But like this is always something that I've been wanting to do. Um, and she convinced me to give it a shot. And that's literally after that first shoot, I, I fell in love with it. And um, I've just been doing it ever since. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Truly amazing. <laughs> And Thank you. you said that you weren't necessarily comfortable in your own skin. How has modeling like kind of helped you shed it, shed like that yourself. cocoon? Yeah. And just be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. Um, honestly, like to be real, I spent the first like 16 years of my life insecure. And mm -hmm. it, I think self-confidence is something that so 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 many of us struggle with especially in high school I mean we're all we all feel like high school is like the entire world and it's it's everything um and and I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and so it's really hard to feel confident um and I definitely struggled with that as well for a really long time um right. and modeling entirely changed that and I'm so thankful for that um mm -hmm. it allowed me to see myself from someone else's perspective and someone else's vision um and right. it forced me to kind of understand myself and my body and like pay attention to it more because you had to, right? You had to know exactly what your body looked like from all these different angles and, and stuff like that. And so um, I don't know, I think it was just like a combination of, for some reason, while I was on my shoots, um, I was just always so comfortable and I felt so like free and I wasn't right. self-conscious of how I looked. Um, and. I was always just so excited to get the shoots back because mm -hmm. or to get like the pictures back from the shoots. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I always I think, had such an exciting yeah. experience. It's like the excitement you get. I, I think it's like you give an exam and you feel like really good about it and you can't exactly. wait for the results to get back. It's yeah. It's like that. Like, Even I feel like, like that with my photography. Like it's, yeah, it's so enjoyable. It's, it's so much fun. And literally at the end of every photo shoot I've done, like, I've only had one awful experience, but um, I, at the end of every photo shoot that I've done, I've, I'm always like, when can I get the pictures back? I'm so <laughs> excited for them. And I know that that's a question that like photographers hate getting because it right. feels like feel rushed. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I always tell them like, there's literally like no pressure here. I'm just literally so excited to get these pictures. <laughs> um, 
because I, we always just end up having a really great time. That's definitely yeah. so true. Yeah. And it's so funny because, um, like, growing up in high school, like, you're right, so many high schools, they have, like, talking to other females, it's like, they're always so insecure. It's awful. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I okay. think they care about more about, like, appearance, like, how they look to others instead of how they yeah. look to themselves. But, again, yeah. it's like a... It's like a high school thing. It's like a teenage thing. Like you get comfortable with yourself over like your experiences and yes. how you talk to others. Exactly. I, I think you definitely grow out of it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know like a lot of people that are my age. I'm 21. I turned 22 this year. Um, I'm so old. <laughs> but I know a lot of people that are my age that, right. uh, that still feel the same way. And I think it's just like... At the end of the day, I think you just have to accept who you are the way you are. Life is too short to 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 not like who you are. I it's so blunt, but it's so mm-hmm. true. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's really hard to to make that like to come to terms with that. But I think as soon as you do, it's just it's gonna change. Yeah. Perspective. It's also funny because like I watch interviews with like Victoria's Secret models. Don't know don't know why it's just like <laughs> going down the youtube rabbit hole and you end up somewhere but it's like you like all the girls they compare themselves to them and they're like oh they're so beautiful but like if you actually listen to them they have their own set of insecurities even if you think they're the most beautiful woman you gotta know no one's perfect and mm-hmm. they just kind of embrace who they are exactly. and that's so important because it's for like, sure i i think people forget that like I don't know. I, I've come to this realization that like people put model like when you think of a model, you immediately think of this like otherworldly being that is just this like super perfect version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people forget that like they are a real human and they they also have their insecurities. And while you might not feel like that, and while you might not see those things when you look at them, they definitely see those things in themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Personally, um, for the last, for the longest time of my life, I hated the way that I looked when I smiled. And it was one of the biggest sources of my insecurities. And I have never in my life been more complicated, complimented on the way that I smile Mm -hmm. in like, than I have in the past like three weeks. And for some reason, like that has entirely changed how I view myself, but like, I just, it's something that like other people saw. And when those comments were first happening, I was like, you're getting like, that's not how that works. Right. Um, I said that's the case with me like three weeks ago I got my braces off of like four years and my I love it and my confidence was just like smile. exactly yeah. look at his smile because like, when when I used to like but people used to like take pictures with me I was like I didn't used to smile it was just like a bland smile and then yes. now that I get it off it's like I can smile now like my teeth can like shine like yes j- oh my god like, I, I can like I can tell I can like relate what you're saying I, I th- it definitely so- like every time i smile like people like notice now like wow you have a good smile you have good like yes. you have a good facial structure like because like, you're I, so proud of it yeah like it's like the i think it paid off after four years that's what it is yes for sure yeah. i also had braces for so long i had braces i had rubber bands i had headgear like yeah. the I, whole nine yards i had it all and i like 
I was looking back through um, my like childhood pictures. So because I personally didn't have any of them because again, mm. I was so insecure. I deleted every picture that I had oh myself. My, yeah, I, I don't have any pictures like with my braces. Like I barely exactly. have any. Right. They don't exist. Um, and then my mom <laughs> dug out a bunch because obviously like parents have everything. Yeah. Um, right. And so when I graduated, my mom found a bunch of pictures and I was looking through them and like, I didn't smile with my teeth <laughs> until I was like 15 years old. Like they just didn't exist. And then yeah. after that, like you couldn't see, like there were no pictures where I wasn't like, like smiling like <laughs> the favorites in the world. It's it's crazy. And it, it entirely changes the way that you like perceive yourself. And yeah. Definitely. I love it. I need to get Invisalign when I'm older. Never had braces. I need to get Invisalign again. I, listen, I had braces and then I didn't wear my retainer. Listen, wear your retainer. Yeah, I I wear my retainer. Like the, the, the dentist like, like told me like she's scared and it's like if you don't wear retainers it will go back to how it was and then exactly every morning i wake up the first hand was like put retainers on yeah i wish i wore my retainers because i i probably need to get invisalign again because my bottom teeth are shifting and i just i hate myself for it look at you both though with those pang smiles i need to get invisalign never had braces but like um you said like you felt like insecure like as you were growing up but like how are you like um how did that confidence build up for you as you like started posting on say like tiktok instagram like how did you like get comfortable with social media so i definitely was not again like i said before like it was not always like this um Mm -hmm. i I think I know there was like some way that you can check how old your Instagram account is. I think I made my Instagram in like 2013, like when Instagram first came out Um, or it was like 2012 or something like it was super, super early. Um, And so I was posting online a lot. Um, And I think just because I've had this like online presence in some way or another, it's just kind of helped because I've just grown that thick skin, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I remember growing up, I had like Oh God, I'm trying to think. My first, my um, Instagram was like a nail Instagram where I'd post like nail art and stuff. Um, <laughs> this is like back in middle school. And then after that, um, it was a drawing account. And that drawing account got like relatively large compared to like how Instagram was back in the day. Right. Like if you had a couple thousand followers, like you were popping. <laughs> um, so at that point, like I was popping. Um, and of course with that, it like comes with hate. And so I went through all of that with like the, the cyber bullying and stuff like if that, like mm-hmm. that shit was real. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. so I think going through all of that has just helped me come out of that with thicker skin, like with thicker skin. Um, yeah. and now I, it like, it just doesn't phase me and I've just learned to post for myself because at the end of the day there's nothing that you can do that isn't going to make someone mad like Mm -hmm. if i if i post a video in like doing a dance someone's going to have a problem with it and if i don't someone's going to have a problem with it like regardless of what i do someone's going to be salty about it so i might as well just do what i want yeah right you know and i think once you stop thinking about like, oh, what's this person gonna think? Like, oh, like, what are people gonna say? Like, you're gonna right. be so much happier. Yeah. That's, That's so like true. A, and I think, yeah. yeah, I think that just ties back together everything that we're basically talking about, about your mental health and about how you view yourself and everything. Like, people yes. are gonna have their opinions. And if you keep thinking, and if you keep looking to people for validation, 
mm-hmm. you're not going to be happy. It's, it's exactly. you, you got to like look within. You got to be happy with who you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I say all the time is comparison is the root of unhappiness. Um, I didn't come up with that. Someone else did. I don't know who. Um, <laughs> but like, it's so real because you can almost every like there's so many people that will open up social media and they will immediately start comparing themselves to like whoever they see on their screen they'll mm-hmm. they'll say i wish i had that house i wish i had that life i wish i had that car i wish i had those clothes i wish i looked like that and it just makes you feel so awful about yourself yeah. and i think as soon as you come to terms with again who you are and you realize that you don't need to find all of this like external stuff to to feel happy you're you're going to be so much better off right yeah that's so true and yeah you just got to draw the line you got to realize if you have that unhealthy relationship and with social media and you're like okay you gotta i need to stop chill out Put, Honestly, put a... what I've been doing is I've been blocking. Like, so anytime I'll go on social media and I realize that I'm comparing myself to someone else constantly and it's making like they're making me feel bad about myself, I block them or I unfollow <laughs> them or I unfriend them because I don't need it. Like, I don't care if they're my friend from high school. I don't want to see it if it's going to make me feel bad about myself. And right. I think that's something that a lot of people have to realize that there's nobody that's making you follow these accounts and stuff and people are put so much pressure in like unfollowing someone like it's not that big of a deal and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day your social media is for you and Mm -hmm. if if you're logging on to the internet and you're it's it's a terrible experience and you're feeling awful about yourself every day like there's no point it's not worth it right and then also when we're since we're talking about looking up to people and comparing to people you mentioned how you had no one to really look up to in this modeling scene in terms of women of color do you hope to be that for other females in the future not someone to compare to but someone to look up to and follow in the footsteps of mixed feelings so i think to some extent i already am whether i like it or not and i mean Mm -hmm. that in the least like cocky way as possible (laughs) um but I don't know. It like honestly kind of scares me. And I'm, I get so honored and so emotional whenever someone DM me and they'll express how much I've helped them and and all of that. But I don't ever, ever want to be put on a pedestal as this perfect, as this like other perfect being. Like, I don't want to be looped into that like image that someone has in their head when they think of a model. And I think I try so hard to use my platform to break whatever that ideal is, because I want people to realize that like, Models are human, like everybody else. Right. We also struggle with confidence. And that's why I try so hard to use my platform to teach other people about confidence. And so I, I think it's important to use your platform if you have a platform to educate and, and do good. But um, I think if I do become a role model, I right. just want people to know and remember that like I am human and mm-hmm. I mess up and I'm insecure. And I think as long as I learn from that and grow from that, that's what's important. Um, I think any sort of like content creator nowadays, people expect them to be this, like, again, this in like absolutely perfect person that doesn't mess up or doesn't do anything. And I think cancel culture is really weird, really real. Um, and I think people forget that, like, you need to be able to mess up in order to grow and that mistakes are inevitable and like growth is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think 
kind of a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, I think as long as if I am considered a role model, I just want people to remember that like, let me grow and let me like be the person that I want to be. Um, that's fine. But just accept that like change is real. Insecurity is real. Growth is real. And I think, and I think after that, then I'm more okay with it, I guess. Yeah. Big words from an amazing woman. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so true. And Garvin, I absolutely hate cancel culture. I've had this, it's this, I've had this it's conversation on the podcast so many times before. Yeah. We think it's absolutely like, okay. It's someone's... horrible. Yeah. Because like, like, you just, you're not, you're not allowing that person to grow and to change in any way at all. If someone makes a mistake, the only way that they're going to learn is to educate them and to teach them why they, what they did was wrong. Right. Um, and so they can learn from it. And I think if they have diehard fans mm -hmm. and that person gets canceled, then they learn that you can't grow from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that's terrible. I think that's an awful messaging. And I, I on, the, on like the flip side, there are people that like low-key deserve to not have the platform that they have because of the thing right. that's done. Um, and mm -hmm. I think they deserve to be called out for the things that they are doing and that right. they don't deserve to have their platform if they aren't going to learn and grow from their mistakes. But I also think Definitely. once they do show that growth, like it's, it's okay. Like it's, it's not something that you have to constantly bring up. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really platforms that just TikTok like really giving more space for stupidity to shine through. Oh my God. Some of the things I see on that app. Yes. That's why I've just gone ahead and set a 15 minute time limit yes, on, yes. on my phone. It was like, yes, as you should. Jish, you do not need this in your life. <laughs> oh my God, oh my the God. for you page is absolutely cursed. There's wish... so much like weird content on TikTok and I will, I have like a screen time limit thing on my phone as well, just because like Same. It, you can just keep scrolling and that's just how social media is. It's awful. Same. And how do you feel like TikTok has helped you kind of like put yourself out there more and get noticed more because you definitely have quite a big following on TikTok as well. Sort of, relatively, I guess. Um, yeah. Both large and small, I guess. <laughs> it mm -hmm. just depends on how you see it. But yeah. um, I don't know, something about the way the TikTok algorithm works, it makes it really, really easy to be discovered. Um, right. And unlike Instagram, where you... you where you're at I guess like your follower count and stuff really um influences like your entire account influences your ability to grow and it's all kind of into itself on TikTok it's if this video is good then it's going to do well um mm -hmm. and it's as simple as that it, your past videos or anything like doesn't really affect um the performance of that current video does does that make sense um yeah definitely that definitely makes sense that's definitely something me and Garva trying as well with the podcast because on Instagram it gets kind of limited and we're like okay if we post a TikTok video and it's decent you're gonna get like a thousand views that's like increasing your reach by a thousand instead of getting like 200 views on Insta and it's like yeah okay we it's, can try TikTok yeah exactly it's it's a lot easier to uh, reach a larger audience on TikTok but in terms of Instagram it's a lot easier on Instagram to um, retain and I guess like interact more with your with your audience there yeah definitely um, 
I mean, I could sit here and talk to you all day about like social media and analytics and stuff. It's so interesting for me because um, I think as, I don't know, I think as someone that is creating content and that is doing mm -hmm. this like a side thing, um, it's important to understand those aspects because at the end of the day, like that is where your business occurs. Um, right, exactly. And so really being able to understand how to grow on those platforms and how to make the most out of those platforms and leverage them um, is going to take you really far. That's literally so true. Social media has given us the power to not rely on connections. It's like, yes, we have a lot of power in our hands. And like we said, we just taken all the negativity from social media but when you actually look at it in a positive light and see the potential of it you can really become a something from a nothing and really Absolutely. okay maybe you want to pursue music okay so you don't need a record label to sign you you can go on tiktok you can exactly. post a few videos and people are like okay i like this yeah i mean when you think about it like in when you talk about like tiktok and how it influences the music industry Mm -hmm. it's insane like I mean right. driver's license is a fantastic example of that it she I don't remember the, the girl that made it but Olivia she, Rodrigo right yes her yes. um she had never produced music before in her life like it was her first mm -hmm. ever song and the only reason I'm sure it would have done fine um right like I'm sure it would have done okay without like TikTok and stuff because she is a somewhat of a celebrity she was like on some tv show um but yeah. because of tiktok and because of all of this she was able to reach top top charts and she was able to have a huge influence on like in in media and it was insane um and i feel like nowadays any song that's trending on tiktok you'll instantly see it reach the top charts um spotify right exactly yeah and it just Crazy. goes to show how how much um, particularly TikTok is really influencing um, media right now and just uh, popular media in general. That's literally so true. Oh my God. So yeah. everyone listening, look at the positive side of social media. Don't get caught up in the negativity that surrounds the apps. Yes. Come Honestly, on, I think people are so hung up on like how awful, how awful TikTok is and like how awful um like I don't know there's like drama and stuff like that like it's oh my god we're so people are so hung up on those things and yes so social media is an awful place sometimes but I think if you make it like you can really cater your experience it doesn't have to control you like that um and I know personally it's like I would not have the platform that I do have without social media at all like I wouldn't be able to help all these girls and boys feel more confident about themselves and who they are um and it's just like it's helped me be able to build these connections and meet all these people that I would have never been able to meet without it um and it's like it, it's so powerful and I, I think it's really amazing sorry yeah. I was talking to my grandma so I just had to like <laughs> I love it you're good <laughs> that's hilarious dude when tiktok started and charlie d'amelio was getting the hype there was like that thing called the hype house oh and it would be god. like drama it would be like ah. oh my god did you hear dixie got together with this guy i'm like dude i don't care am i am i Not dixie's boyfriend <laughs> like what am i gonna do is oh dixie gonna come to me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i don't need to hear this but it's so funny and also just last point about social media and life in general like we made several points i reiterate this but yeah if you think positively you're gonna 
attract positivity. Like, look at Ashna. Yeah. She was insecure about her smile. And then yeah. people, people started meeting her with positivity. And she, yeah. she really started to look at herself in a positive light. That's just like, Absolutely. we have a living, breathing example yeah. of positivity <laughs> being a good thing. So people stop getting caught up in the negativity. YOLO. Like, <laughs> I love how that's how you ended that inspirational speech. (laughs) YOLO it. There's nothing else. (laughs) And now we have some like more lighthearted questions. Sure. People from the audience wanted to know about. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to know what your skincare routine is. I get this question all the time. (laughs) Your skin like looks like glowing it's like glowing yeah thank you i need to get on some skincare stuff skincare is so important um so i've been body wash on my face (laughs) (laughs) no let her explain oh my god um my routine is kind of expensive extensive sorry not expensive so i won't sit here and like list out every product that i use because we're gonna be here forever you can give like a Um, brief description of it like, yeah, so I'll go through like all the steps and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I am in the process of like creating content about like each specific product. So like, look out for that. Um, because I do get asked this multiple times a day. Like I have never known that people would be so interested in my skin and my hair. Lately, people, everyone wants to know my hair. Routine. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting, I guess. <laughs> I think you posted a story the other day or maybe a few days ago. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Um, but in terms of my skincare routine, there are a bunch of steps, but they're all affordable um, because I refuse to spend money on things that I have to repeatedly purchase. I just think it's wasteful. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just me, though. I mean, to each their own. Um, But in terms of like general skincare, there's four main steps, um, cleansing, exfoliating, moisturizing, protecting. Um, I think everybody should have those four. Um, It's literally just like a basic cleanser basic exfoliator, a lotion, and a sunscreen. If you're going to have four products, those, so that should be what they are. Um, cleansing will get rid of all of the like dirt and stuff from the day. If you wear makeup, then it'll help get rid of that. Um, exfoliating will get rid of all of that like built-up dead skin. If you have any like dark spots or anything, it'll help get rid of that. Um, moisturizing will add that hydration back in your skin, and so you don't feel all like dry and stuff. People feel like if I have oily skin, I don't need to moisturize. Mm-hmm. that's not true um if you have if you have oily skin or dry skin it just means that the moisture balance that you have in your skin is wrong basically right. um and so whatever it is you need to fix it so most everyone needs to moisturize um and then the most important step if you don't get anything in like if you don't get any sunscreen skincare products the one product that you should get is sunscreen because it one it protects you from like harmful uv rays from the sun so you don't get like dark spots but also it prevents from like aging and skin cancer <laughs> so that's right. important um and while we darker skinned people um don't need protection from certain uv rays we need protection from others so sunscreen if you're gonna get anything get sunscreen oh my god i just love that everything i do to my skin is wrong <laughs> <laughs> i got i gotta change is, like, skincare is fun like you can get like your skin gets like nice but also you're, yeah like, and it's so rewarding because yeah. like over time you're gonna see all of these beautiful results and it's exactly. just gonna make you feel so much better about yourself oh jeez. Um, and so listen if you need any product recommendations feel free to dm me i'll be more than happy to help you out yeah definitely definitely check her instagram out yeah. we're gonna link it in the 
this Post person. to this week. But sure. geez, I need to start taking on my skincare. Yeah, I look like a twenty-five-year-old. Just, like, just take out, take out like hundred dollars from your wallet for just skincare. I don't know <laughs> if I have that much. Yeah, I'm going to college, about to be even more broke. Negative <laughs> balance. I mean, donations are welcome. <laughs> hey, you gotta. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> gotta leave my Venmo, but um, also like skincare here. You're also like taking care of your body. So what's yeah. your diet and fitness routine? Like, if, yeah, if you haven't. If that's you haven't. a loaded question. So I, again, I get that question all the time. Um, this one's a little bit more complicated to answer. Um, so personally, right. I've struggled with finding a healthy balance between diet and fitness. And that's something that I really had an issue with for a while. Um, and so personally, if it's not enjoy enjoyable for me, I just don't do it. Like I won't work out right. if like at, if I start realizing that like this is starting to become a chore, I just stop because I know that if I keep doing it with that negative mentality, it's just going to turn into this negative thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just, it's just not going to be rewarding for me. Right. So I don't necessarily diet because again, I think the relationship that you have with food is incredibly important because it is something that you, I mean, we're constantly consuming every part of our day like it's just right. it's just how it is it's what we need to live and so i think if you don't have a, a healthy relationship with food it's going to be really detrimental to you and your mental health um so i am vegetarian um and i generally eat pretty healthy but that's just right. because like, i eat cooked uh, home cooked food and that's just what i like um definitely it's just my yeah. preferences um, but I think all of that together has helped me eat pretty well. Um, but with that said, it doesn't stop me from eating what I want. Like if, if one day I'm like really craving some Oreos, like I'm going to have some Oreos because I can, you know? Um, right. I think when you say like, oh, it's my cheat day, so I'm going to eat this, like it almost adds a sense of a guilt factor to those foods and it makes right. this negative thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think labeling foods like that just it leads to such a slippery slope. And so I think at the end of the day, you have good food and you have fun food. And that's how it should be. Like bad food just doesn't exist because at the end of the day, you're feeding your body and you're nourishing it in, in mm -hmm. one way or another. Um, in terms of fitness, I try to work out a couple times a week. Um, one of my best friends right. has been training me, bless his heart. Um, and it's been really helpful. Um, I My general routine is alternating between upper and lower days with, um, I usually finish my workouts with like a intense five minute ab workout at the end. But yeah, that's, that's me. I, I just, I try to not put too much emphasis on it. Um, mm -hmm. as probably a lot of other model, excuse me, as probably a lot of, a, a lot of other models do. <laughs> um, just cause I feel like it can just lead to a really toxic mentality. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's so true. I relate to that so much. God bless me with a high metabolism. So I'm like yeah. working out, having <laughs> fun food. Exactly. Fun <laughs> food. That's what it should be. But yeah, definitely trying. It's bulking season right now. So we're eating a lot. God damn. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm joking. But also last question. Yes. We've had you for a long time. We weren't yeah. You're good. anymore, but last question was about your relationship and how you manage long distance it's hard let me tell you i haven't so right now this is what is it it's february 5th i the last time i saw my boyfriend was like march 25th of last year 
So it's been almost a whole year. Um, I probably won't see him for another couple months. So COVID has really, really made things hard. <laughs> um, but I think in general, long distance is, is not easy to do. So if it's not something that you think that you can do, um, don't put yourself through that. I think it takes a lot of commitment for sure. Um, and I think it's easier to start a relationship in person and then take it long distance. Um, if right. you start a relationship long distance, that's going to be incredibly difficult because establishing like the level of trust that you need for that is going to be really hard. I'm not Definitely. saying it's possible because I know people have done it, but it's it's not as easy for sure. Um, that's definitely so true. I think at the end of the day, communication is going to take you the farthest um, because it's really hard to know what you want and express what you want when you are long distance because most of your relationship is with your phone and with your laptop at the end of the day. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you're saying, hey, like, we need to talk more like this isn't like I need more communication here, say that I like communication is going to take you so, 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 right. so far in, in your relationship and it's important to set aside time for each other if you're both really busy make sure you can facetime at the end of your day and try to have special dates still um and so my boyfriend and i were so busy both of us but we say like okay once a month we're going to get dressed up for no reason other than mm -hmm. we're gonna go and we're gonna have our little mutual date night um and that's going to be us like whether it's literally like getting Panera Grubhub to my house and we're going to eat right. together on Zoom dressed up in like fancy clothes like that's what we're going to do because we need to have like that nice time you know like trying to keep up those those traditions is really helpful but yeah, so quality cool. time and commu communication will take you so far yeah amazing tips you get again yes <laughs> this episode is full of life-changing tips yeah just <laughs> note it down note it down for you. I gotta learn that I gotta actually start using sunscreen I've been neglecting sunscreen so much. I play so much cricket, so it's like. Jeez. Listen, <laughs> come on. Oh if you're outside, even if you're inside, you have to use sunscreen because those rays can get through your windows. It's so yeah. bad for your skin. And if I'm you just... have a whole sun, if you have a whole skincare routine and you aren't using sunscreen, your skincare routine is useless. Listen, I'm just like, a dumb sunscreen. dude. I know all the information. <laughs> I didn't do it. It's right. Now you know. Now you know. It's okay. It's right. We're learning. It's never too early to start. Never too late we to start. We are learning. Let's go. But exactly. amazing episode, Ashna. Thank you for joining us. Any final thoughts, comments? Um, thank you for having me. This has been really fun. I appreciate it so much. No problem. Definitely. Always like happy to like get new people on and share their Absolutely. experiences. Yes. But thank you so much. And Thank you. peace out. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.